From Vine Pairs New York City headquarters, I'm Adam Teeter. And I'm Joanna Sherino. And in Seattle, Washington, I'm Zach Jabal. And this is the Friday Vine Pair Podcast. And today, we're talking all things ranch water, but yeah. specifically canned ranch water. So for those... Okay. So before you guys uh, were really... like, When did you become aware of ranch water? And can one of you define what ranch water is? Ooh, um, I became aware of ranch water when I started working at Vine Pair. <laughs> uh, January 4th, <laughs> 2021. Yeah. Um, ranch water is traditionally, originally Topo Chico with a shot of tequila in it, in the glass bottle, right? And squeeze a lime. Yep. Any salt? I mean, people got fancy with it, but it used to be, if, yeah, you, if you, you're fancy. you drank a little bit of Topo Chico out of the bottle, you put a shot of tequila in it. You added a lime, mm-hmm. you had ranch water, but now it's gotten really fancy. Right. And look, a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to go back to the original. What I think is interesting is it's something that seems to have blown up yet. I still think a lot of people in the rest of the country have never heard of it. It's a very Texas drink. Right. And I've seen it kind of expand to Mexico now. Because, I mean, that's actually where Topo Chico is from. It's also where tequila is from. So I, you see some people drinking it in Mexico. But it's still very much a a Texas drink. I mean, Zach, do you see that often in Seattle? Uh, I mean, we see now the sort of these various, you know, kind of uh, branded versions of it. But, I mean, I, I can't t- – I mean, even Topo Chico, just the, the mineral water was not regularly in Seattle until like the last five years maybe it started popping up. And, yeah. And people were kind of, you know, whether they were Texas transplants or, or whatever they were, you know, so suddenly started hearing people talk about, oh, Topo Chico, Topo Chico, you know, you got to have it. Um, it's the best. Topo Chico. I, I, it's fine. I, oh, personally, oh. like, I, I'm not, a, I have a hard time getting excited about paying multiple dollars for a bottle of water. Multiple. It's kind of just not a big starter for me, but yeah. uh, that's just me. I don't know. There's something that, that, you know, people think make it so special for a Monterey. Yeah. Now owned by Coca-Cola. <laughs> Well, that's uh, part of it too. Yeah, it's so funny. Like now, it's like it's like every, but it's like one of these brands that sold, and everyone's like, "We don't care. It's Topo Chico. We love it." Yeah. Right. Um, which is so interesting. Do you think that a lot of those people actually are aware that it's sold? Though I think like that's a that's a no. There's a lot of that that people are just kind of like, "Oh, really? Oh, uh, I didn't know that," and then they f- immediately memory hole it and and keep buying it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I think up here too. I rarely ever saw it. I still think Ranch it's water. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think it's very rare. I think if I asked most of my friends in New York if they like ranch water, they would now say, "You mean the stuff in cans?" Right. Yeah. You don't see this on a menu. You don't. Right. This is like an at-home drink. You don't. And so I think it's really interesting that there's been such a large amount of brands that have launched to create ranch water when there wasn't a massive amount of people around the country already drinking the quote unquote original ranch water. And that I think is, I don't know if that's because people see an opportunity and we can get into this in a second, that they can kind of make ranch water then be whatever they want it to be because there's some people who haven't had what true ranch water is. Or if it's just like, I don't know, people just are hoping if it's if it's big in Texas, it'll be big in the rest of the country. So it's like people coming to ranch water like it's a canned beverage. Yeah. Like like hard seltzer. And and so and so what's happening here, which I think is so fascinating, is more than half of the ranch water brands don't actually include tequila in them. Right. Yeah. They're they're malt based beverages. They're made the same way White Claw is made. Some of them do, uh, and we'll talk about some of those brands, but the majority of them don't, including 
Topo Chico. So there is now Topo Chico has licensed their name to Molson Coors to allow them to make a ranch water. Right. And that ranch water is malt. There's no tequila in it. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. Like if, if this is, you know, people just saw it was like, no one really cares as long as it tastes kind of the way ranch water tastes, we can get away with it not having tequila in it. Which to me, well, and also in the case of the Topo Chico one, I also don't think it uses Topo Chico, right? It's not they're not sending right. the the water to Molson Coors either. I'm pretty sure. No, it doesn't. I think these. So it's really unclear what the deal is there. Well, I think this is so interesting because it says agave on a lot of these, right? Yeah, and I think that's uh-huh. what people care about, as we've seen from like the cacti thing. Yeah, and and I think that it's been really smart for all of these brands to launch canned ranch water for that reason yeah like we wrote an article because you're you're kind of like trying to capitalize on the success of tequila but you don't have tequila in it but you say agave because that's how it's sweetened maybe yes so i think it's very clever but do you think that clip so this is i think what is interesting is is will there be a backlash to that cleverness are people going to be like wait a second people's obsession with agave as a as a distillate is different than people. I mean, people also like it as a sweetening agent, mm-hmm. but I just think like, yeah, they do. Yeah. And I just, I, I I'm very, I, I'd be curious to, to taste when we taste. I, I'd be curious I, I, to hear what people think. Tastes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I think, yeah, I think people think it's, it's healthier. There's been this whole idea that like, it's, it's good for people who have diabetes, et cetera. It's like, and so right. then that's all gone through the ringer of like health, 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 health. And now it's better for you. Uh, because there's agave in it, you can put agave on it. So it says 100%. Like we're looking at one right now, right? That that says 100% agave, right on the can. This is we're looking at an FMB. We'll talk about the one we're going to taste in a second. But it says 100% agave. The tequila world has taught you over the last 20 years to look for 100% blue agave. Right. Right. This doesn't say blue. It just says 100%. But it also says agave. So I think the majority of consumers think this has tequila in it. Yep. And he, I, it's fascinating. But here's the thing. Even if even if you maybe know that there's no tequila in this beverage, when you compare it or put it next to like a White Claw, like are you picking this because it has agave versus a White Claw, which is who knows what? I mean, potentially. I think it also they're then trying to give it some of these like, well, we'll taste the original first, but they're, they're trying to give it some of this West Texas you know, flavor <laughs> right. uh, that, you know, obviously you don't get with White Claw. White Claw is going for the same thing that a lot of the other just traditional seltzers are in terms of really bold fruit flavors, truly even the high noon that is the spirit based, et cetera. This is trying to give more of those like margarita or tequila-esque flavors when you when you normally would mix tequila. You know, yeah, like there, there's a spicy one. Right. A lot of people are doing spicy ranch waters, like spicy margaritas. It's mm-hmm. like, so I think there is something to that of like why this would appeal to somebody. But I, it is very interesting to me that this is a take on a cocktail that people love that doesn't have the core ingredient in the majority of the ones that are on the market right now. Right. And and all the sort of big branded ones are made from malt. And again, to come back to something we talked about on last week's episode about when we we're talking about high noon, part of the reason for that is probably, you know, there's a, there are probably tax and sort of licensing issues and like using tequila in, a, in you know, RTDs is one thing, but it does sometimes limit your placements. It, it can be more expensive uh, on shelves for people. And like, again, maybe a lot of these brands have calculated and they may or may not be proven right that like in the end, 
tequila might be a, I mean, <laughs> tequila might be a disposable element of ranch water, which is pretty fucking ludicrous when you think about that. The selling point of the drink in the first place is that it's basically just tequila and water. But yet here we are. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. I think we should try it. Okay, so we have in front of us sort of the the one that started all this. Yes, which is Lone River Ranch Water. So Lone River was started uh, in West Texas um, and sold. Pretty quickly, actually, to Diageo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a uh, flavored malt beverage, if we're being honest, right? It is a malt. There is no tequila in it. Um, but it seems like because of its success, it grew pretty fast. Everyone else kind of decided to copy this, which is interesting to me, right? Like, in, I think it's very interesting that everyone's like, cool, let's just do it this way. Instead of someone being like, okay, well, I'm going to actually be the real ranch water and come out as a competitor. Topachico's like, fine, screw it. Like, let's copy this. Now and now, what's also interesting is a lot of the the Mexican beers. Yeah, there's like Modelo and stuff. It's wild. Yeah, Dos, Dos Equis, Modelo. Yeah. It's so interesting, mm-hmm. and they're all doing this because I guess they can. Um, so yeah, but I've well, never had Lone River. Lone River came out in April 2020. It's crazy. By the way, this category has just exploded. Yeah, in two years, basically through COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I was gonna say I didn't uh, I didn't answer the question at the at the top about when I first heard about yeah. ranch water, but I was gonna say it was like right around the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and yeah. probably because I think we might have talked about it on a yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I'd heard of it, but it was definitely not on my radar as like a as like a drinks trend to be aware of until until really yeah until like till Lone River got moving. So you have the original with you, right, Zach? I have only the original. Cool. I'm keeping it keeping it original here. We got the variety pack, but I'm gonna let Joanna open the original first, and let's see. How it is? Well, it has a pretty distinctive uh, hard seltzer smell. It really does. Oh yeah, it smells like hard seltzer. I'm missing this, the tequila notes here. This is what's killing me. I I've liked ranch water. So ranch water, I never called it ranch water, but a, about five years ago, if there was a good blanco tequila at an open wedding bar, mm-hmm. uh-huh. tequila and soda and lime became my go-to it's very wedding smart drink. Wedding drink, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can drink it all night. You don't get too messed up. You're, you're you hydrated. Yeah. Became a, my go-to wedding drink if there's a good Blanco on the bar. If there's not, I'm not like, not doing, no, I'm not doing Cuerpo Silver. Also, <laughs> on a side note, what is gold? Uh, caramel. It's not it's not it's añejo. Not. What is it's caramel? Caramel. Gold? caramel. It's caramel. <laughs> caramel. I know. Yeah. A blanco colored gold. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Crazy. So, anyways, if if like if it's a good blanco, though, I'll do it. I never knew it was called ranch water. I miss what I like in those. I don't smell any tequila. Yeah, there's no agave character here. Like whatever. It's the, the agave they're using to sweeten it is indistinguishable in my opinion and like there's a little bit of a lime note but basically like this this is like this is actually like lime hard seltzer kind of but it's not even that it's like it's just kind of like i guess there's like a little bit there but like this is not all that different than like the joke that was put around about like is someone gonna release just a flavorless hard seltzer that's just soda water and booze and like this is very marginally removed from that okay so yeah the note i get from this is like basically pine saw. Like just reminds me of like the aromas from Did you drink a lot of pine saw as a kid? No, but like you know like you know that that really artificial I do. I do. You know what I mean? And like and like I, do. I feel like I've just come out of like an airport bathroom. It's lingering on my palate. I don't Yeah. And it's still yeah, that is a, people like it. Yeah. 
I mean, there's very little flavor, right? Like it's not like overly flavorful. Like it's not punchy by any means. It's pretty watery. I guess it's yeah. easy. Well, I mean, it's it's four percent alcohol. It's a twelve ounce can. Like you're pretty you're watery. not going to get much booze in there. Yeah. Whatever you're, wherever you're getting it from, you're not going to get much lime in there. You're just going to get a lot of water, which is, you know, why I said it's funny. I, as a, just a ridiculous aside, where I where I bought this uh, the the ranch water. There was one solitary sad four pack of cacti pineapple left. Wow. I'm sure has been on the shelf for at least six months, if not longer. And I was like, oh man, like you are never going to get sold. They're eventually going to just have to destroy you. Destroy you. It's you terrible. So Zach, we went ahead and opened the next one, which was okay. Great body pack. So we have we're trying the grapefruit. So it's it's called Rio Red Grapefruit. It smells the same. Yeah. It smells the exact. <laughs> same (laughs) seriously it's weird it's like it smells the exact same i would they're trolling everybody this is the same fucking thing that's amazing tastes the same too it tastes exactly the same we just got trolled (laughs) it's the same it just has a little bit of a pink hue i don't even it's the fucking same okay Okay, so thanks for trolling us on that one uh ranch water (laughs) lone river now yeah thanks thanks lone river now we're gonna try prickly pear because we Which can. I don't really know what prickly pear tastes like. Prickly pear, prickly pear. I it, I think it's going to taste a lot like ranch water and also Rio Red or whatever. <laughs> no, it's it's different. Oh, is it different? <laughs> Ooh, that smells like someone's. That smells like a, a Yankee candle. Oh yes, it does. Yeah, it's a real Yankee candle. All right, let's try it. I don't like that at all. Tastes the same. <laughs> like you licked a Yankee candle. Like you licked a Yankee candle with ranch water. Back. Okay. I mean, again, I think ranch water is a great cocktail. Is it? For, for for the purposes, right? It's not like, yes, I think it's great on the on like a hot day. If you are someone that likes tequila. Yeah. Sure. It's a it's a it's a very sessionable. Yeah, it has a utility, but I don't think I'd call it a great cocktail. Well, any anything that's basically just moment. spirit and so and water is going to be like fine. It's going to taste good if you use good quality water and a good quality spirit. But it's not like I, mean, I don't know. I, I I feel like there's been a lot of like kind of uh, myth making about this drink, in my opinion, that I felt like is a little ridiculous. Like, cool, you put water in or you put tequila in water with some lime. Like, people have presumably <laughs> been doing that for literally hundreds yeah. of years. Yeah, I mean, Zach's like Zach does not like this drink. No, but also, I mean. Look, maybe that's just because, you know, like a lot of us, Zach's very angry at Texas right now for all of its fucking problems. But uh, that's actually not why I have no problem. I mean, I have beef with Texas, I guess, but that's it's far from alone. It's not the only state I have beef with. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> but I will say, yeah, I, I, I have nothing to say. I think it's kind of unfair. <laughs> we should have made ranch water, proper ranch water first and then tried these. I think. Oh, I do not like spicy. I say I feel like Joanne, if we had done that, this would even this would be even worse. Mm-hmm. I don't have a better thing to compare it to. So Do you know why it's just, I think people like spicy because people in our office told us it was their favorite. Is it just because it keeps lingering in the back of your throat with the spice? You're like, I felt something. Yeah. Well, if you like <laughs> spicy things, then this I don't is like vaguely it. spicy. Can you explain to me? I, I'm actually curious about the spicy one. Yeah. In what way is it spicy? It has that weird burn in the back of your throat. You know what I mean? Like, what is no, it like? Does it feel like just add they added capsaicin like yes. purely? Yeah. Okay. There's no like jalapeno flavors. Yeah, I think okay. they added capsaicin, and because it just has the burn at the end, yeah, like and yeah. just in that back of the throat type like burn. Yeah, there's no okay. even real add heat. flavor. No, yeah. there's no flavor. So the only yeah. thing we have is we have a bonus because it was sent to us. Uh, so there, so 
Lone River has come out with their Rancherita. <laughs> so since we have it, we're going to try it, which is this is their version of a flavored malt beverage margarita. Now, it, I want to point out, it is double the calories. Okay. So, But no tequila still. No tequila. It's still a flavored malt beverage. Right. <clears throat> but it's double the calories. So this isn't one that I think, you know, this is going after obviously the margarita drinker, but you also are not calorie counting now because this is 150 calories. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just the silence on the other end of the line. The same. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I just more lime and more sweetness here. More lime, more sweetness. It that's, tastes like margarita mix, kind of. That's what I was gonna say. It tastes like margarita mix without tequila. Yeah. All of these are missing tequila. I really, I mean, I think maybe there's a larger episode for us to do where we could do a large tasting of these flavored malt beverages that are that are oh acting as cocktails. Right. They miss like. The base spirit is fucking important. It's why we were, you know, on Monday talking about gin and tonics and how if you have bad gin, your gin and tonic can be terrible. If you have bad gin, your martini can be can be terrible. Like a lot of the reason that some cocktails people don't love is because they had it with a bad base spirit to begin it with. Yeah. To begin with, these have none of the base spirits characteristics. So I don't, I as someone who likes margaritas, as someone who likes a, an original ranch water. I would never drink these. Mm-hmm. I would never drink these. Yeah, you the miss- problem with them too is there's like there's just that that like void, right? Like there is a missing element to yeah. the to the whole construct that that like doesn't that you just can't clutch together with like quote unquote natural flavors. Like I think you can almost get away with it with uh with certain kinds of base spirits if you're looking at like a if you're not trying to do something too fancy where like you know, there are more kind of distinct flavors you could pull from like a bourbon or something where you can get, you know, vanilla and caramel and stuff in there in various ways. But, you know, part of the appeal of tequila and especially a Blanco is like the the flavor is so unmistakably that of distilled agave that like, how are you going to fake that? And obviously I don't think Lone Lone River has even tried. No, I feel so criminal that they're able to call it ranch water because this is just like kind of a vaguely lime hard seltzer. And that's why my, my question would be, and like, look, if you're a listener and you drink this and you're also a ranch water drinker, like, a, a traditional ranch water drinker. I'd love to hear what you think. I just don't see how this brings in anyone They're who's not a, comparable. Right. Yeah. I don't see how anyone who drinks real ranch water drinks these. And I don't see who any, how anyone who likes these ever drinks real ranch water. Right. I don't think there's any crossover. Like they might as well just call this West Texas seltzer. Right. You know, something like else. something else. Because what the cocktail ranch water is, albeit basic, all those things, is still very different than this. Agree. Well, it's going to be everywhere anyway. So <laughs> I guess if you are, I, I would say if you're, we, we did not, we were unable to procure a tequila-based ranch water in a can. Maybe we'll try to grab one and do a quick tasting at some point in a podcast in the future. Uh, but I would say as of right now, if you are a ranch water drinker and you're a traditional ranch water drinker, I would try, if you would like to try these in a can, looking for ones that have tequila in them. If you're not a traditional ranch water drinker and you just want to see what all the fuss is about, Go out and buy a six pack of Lone River. See why everyone, you know, why there's there's a huge craze for it. And yeah, because I mean they've they've exploded in growth. Just I, I'm kind of confused as to with who. Yeah. And that's uh and that's our show for today, folks. Joanna, Zach, I'll see you Monday. See you Monday. Sounds great. Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you love this show as much as we love making it, then please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. 
now for the credits. VinePair is produced and recorded in New York City and Seattle, Washington by myself and Zach Jabal, who does all the editing and loves to get the credit. Also, I would love to give a special shout out to my VinePair co-founder, Josh Mallon, for helping me make all this possible. And also to Keith Beavers, VinePair Tasting Director, who is additionally a producer on this show. I also want to, of course, thank every other member of the VinePair team who are instrumental in all of the ideas that go into making this show every week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again.